This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You found another Two Fat Lattes podcast. Compliments of Joy 94.9. You know what they say, you only get one chance at life and some people are lucky enough to get to 100 and some people get a little bit pissed off. A great-great-grandmother has become the victim of a right royal mix-up. The Melbourne centenarian is bitterly disappointed after missing out on a birthday message from Buckingham Palace. So now a word from the Queen. Don't get lost, you old bag. What have you ever done for me? I wouldn't even lick the back of a stamp if you had one. Yeah, the Queen sits there and says, oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to remind her on an iPad. That's <laughs> all she does. But the- oh, shut up, Koshy, you bald dickhead. <laughs> the two fat lattes, they act like queens too. Joy 94.9. I wish if she was mortified, that poor old love. But, you know, did you know that they have to apply but, um, did, to get their... Do um, they ever hang out? What? You know, do they ever hang... You know, like the old lady, 100, and the Queen. Yeah. Do, uh, have they been friends for a long time? The, I don't think the Queen really cares oh, that much. Exactly, Frank. But did you know that if you turn 100, she just doesn't automatically know? Who? The Queen. She doesn't get a list of people turning a hundred, so that she can send them all a letter. Do, she's she's um she's logged into all the births and deaths, isn't she? <laughs> she does that on a daily basis. Mm. No, doesn't par- someone have to tell her? Like, yeah, you have to go to the council so, and apply. Yes, someone in her council should have told her. Yes, but apparently they cocked it up because she told them. Can you not use that word when we're talking about old ladies, <laughs> especially with white hair? <laughs> I made someone happy this week. Did you? I gave someone some feedback. Feedback? I had a call a couple of weeks ago from an agent. You know, they, you know, like a one of those job agencies. Like a job agency, yeah. Yeah, and um, we had a bit of a chat and she said, look, oh, you know, I'll put you forward to this job. And I went, oh, you know, it, look, if you can't, you know, if you want to, that's okay. I kind of don't think it's the right kind of fit. But anyway, you, you have a little, you know, you have a word to them and see what they say. Anyway, every week... Like she sends me a message, like she gets in touch with me and she goes, I'm just letting you know that, you know, I have sent it off and she hasn't got back to me. And I said, look, that's okay. So the other day she wrote back and she said, oh, I'm just letting you know that, you know, I, I called her again and like we spoke again. And um, that's unusual. Uh, well, Frank, I said, you know, hi, I, what should we call her? Beryl. Beryl. I said, thanks, Beryl. <laughs> she goes, I think it's going to be, you know, because they haven't got back to me, I think it's a no. And I said, look, I think it's a no too. And I said, thank you. Then I wrote a letter and CC'd her boss. And I said, Beryl, like, I just want to say how impressed, how grateful I am that you've been keeping me up to date. And even though I haven't got the job and whatever, I I said, you're doing an absolute fantastic job. Oh, good on you. And she wrote back, she goes, oh, my God. Thanks. And I said, no, you need to hear it because do you know how many – those people that work in that industry, do you know how many people get back to you? None. None. <laughs> None, Frank. None. And I'm I, hearing you. I, I oh, yeah, word- I'm saying. I'm saying none, right. <laughs> then – there was another one. There was an, I was looking on a, on a website, looking at, you know, different agencies and stuff, and there was one lady in an agency in Sydney, and they'd interviewed her and they said, oh, in today's market, what should people be doing? And she said, you know, they should be doing this and rewrite your CV and blah, blah, blah. If you want an interview, you've got to do this. But And then 
they said, do you have a word of advice for job seekers? And she said, return people's phone calls. (gasps) (laughs) And I went, really? Do you know how tempted I was to ring her and leave a message? Alex from London. Oh, oh he's, in, he? he's in Melbourne. Yeah. But he's originally from London. Alex was one of our Homo helplines last week. Yeah. And um, I can't remember what his problem was, but he certainly has a problem. He was, no, don't you he, remember? He was an, uh, a young man who wanted to, he, what to do experience in the, Melbourne. And we, not the local people. I think either the local people. Well, it people. sounds like he said, um, that he said that after speaking to us, he got lucky. Obviously. There you go. Just to take a chat with us. There you go. We sent him, see how miraculous our show is? You know, in about three, <laughs> in like 300 years from now, we could be like the new... Mary McKillop. We could. By yes. two. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, the first millennium, there was one significant. Yes. And now for the second millennium, it could be two. Well, we need to perform other miracles, though. Like? Well, hopefully for us, for ourselves. Oh, for our own. Yeah. Okay. We've got to get something out of it ourselves. We That's can't be true. doing it for everyone. But miracle workers are often very, you know, people that don't, they live. I do have very healing hands. Do you? Yes, apparently. I wonder what what's healing. All on, I need to uh, do is me. lay, all I need to do is lay my hands on it and it's healed. Wow. Yes. I wonder what my power is. Um, <laughs> don't even talk. <laughs> do not even speak. <laughs> Sometimes we wonder why politicians have all the power. Now they're telling Victorians we're not allowed to swear. Those caught dropping a clanger will be fined $230. That's I think the government should See, even the older folk think so. The two fat lattes, they don't swear. We can say frock and collots on this one. Much. Joy 94.9. That was a frock, Frank. It was a frock and it was a collot. And a collot. That's right. Yes. Did you know? Very important pieces of apparel during the 80s. They were. They were. A wardrobe wasn't complete without a good frock. And collots. Yeah. Oh, collots were a must-have. <laughs> With a bolero jacket <laughs> and a set of hoop earrings. <laughs> if you didn't look like Sade, you just didn't look. Oh, was she, was she sporting that look? She had the hair pushed back. Yes. Yeah, that look. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of... Yes. But she hasn't changed it in 25 years. She was really good at pulling it back. She was. Mm. Oh, yeah, so we can't swear in public. You can't. Well, not yet. No, well, it's only, it's up are they this. enacting this? Is this serious? July 1. Are they serious? I'm, I'm glad. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, this state is going to ruin. Have you seen the state of that state? <laughs> Have you been out? I don't know if public swearing is really going to change things very much. Oh, it's it It's just going to piss a lot more people off. <laughs> They'll just be busting. Everyone's going to – they'll have little – I'm going to drop it now. No, it's okay. I'm actually going to say the, the worst words. Oh, come on. Uh, what about blowing your – And – And – And – Oh, that's nice. But um, do you think they might have – maybe they'll have an app on your phone that you could just have on, and if you're going to swear, it just does a beep. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think? Why can't I do that? Because, you know, banning it makes me want to just do it more. Oh, but what are you going to do? Like, you know, sometimes when you're driving behind a taxi and, like, you just, you just, you know when they're doing the wrong thing? Like, yes. they're, not, they're driving inappropriately. Yes. So, you, you want to just drop something. You can't get out and hit them, can you? So, let's <laughs> let, the poor public, what are they supposed to do? Well, I thought you were for this and hey? now you, you've changed no, your mind. I'm changing my mind as we speak. <laughs>
Um, Instead of a $250 fine, why don't they just have public executions? (laughs) How about that? Let's not make any money. Let's just execute. This morning on the... What's after Sunshine? Uh, Rise. Sunrise. The morning show with Larry Emder. They're very inventive Larry with their Eb- titles. What's his name? Larry Emder. Emder. And Kylie. Kwong there. Kylie Kwong? No. Oh, no Kylie something. Kylie Gillies. Kylie, yeah, her. Um, <laughs> but I'm, you know what? Larry, I'm starting to fall in love with Larry. Oh, come on. I'm starting Why? to. Because he messes around. Oh, because he's short and he wears like really nice jeans. He's short and he wears nice well, jeans. Well, he's not. You can tell he's like vertically challenged. Can you? And now that he's starting to wrinkle, he's kind of like losing his edge. So now he's becoming more friendly. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I think it was always like that, wasn't it? No, he? there was always an air of there was an air of um, dis- he was a bit distant. But now I feel like the facade has cracked and fallen away, what? and now he's just becoming naughty. Isn't that the formula of um, those no. stupid shows? But today he had his hand on his he um, someone brought a snake into the studio. A snake, a real one. A snake, a crocodile, and a bat. And Carly was scared. She was quivering. I could see her sitting there quivering. And like she sort of said, you know, keep those away from me. Anyway, so the whole thing was about like getting Carly used to put, getting her hand on so a snake. So he was razzing her up. And he was doing a bit of a razz. Anyway, Larry the bloke, right, he, he, he wasn't scared to handle the snake. The only thing he was scared of was the head of the snake, right? So then at one point the snake's head went near him and he sort of jumped because he could handle the shaft, but he couldn't handle the head. But then what happened was he, um, Kylie was like, she was really scared, mate. Like she was so quivering. She was jelly. And then um, at one point she decided that she was going to try and handle it. So she's, she just patted the back half of the, you know, like she just, what, it's not the stem. What is it? The sh- It's the, the body of the snake. That'd be it. It's not the shaft. No, you'd be talking about something else, I suspect. <laughs> but um, she had it. The snake was on her. She had it rubbing all over her. She was. They were all good with it, right? But then what happened was, this is where I started to fall in love with Larry. <laughs> Larry decided that he was going to get the snake to go inside her shirt. <laughs> now, this is all. All they needed was this. You know that's kind of like porno music, because like he's trying, he's got this snake and he's shoving, he's kind of like enticing the snake to go up her shirt, right, right? From, from the rear, from from the side, right. So then she can feel something crawling, so she's screaming, like she's going, ah, get it away from me, right? But as she moves, the snake falls and it ends up falling in between her legs, and it kind of it's moving up her legs, right. So, all of a sudden, this was getting very pornographic, right? <laughs> and you can hear all the people in the studio all of a sudden start to laugh. But then half of them are gasping because it's like, this is so inappropriate, right? <laughs> but then the snake handler, the, the zoo guy, said to Larry, he told him off. He goes, no, don't do that because they've got very sensitive noses. <laughs> <laughs> In Melbourne, people will do anything to get noticed, even if they are from overseas. A Swiss tourist shocked early morning drivers by skateboarding through Melbourne's Burnley Tunnel. So when he was asked, why did you do it? He said... Does that 
that make sense to you, Benny? <laughs> okay. The two fat lattes. Too big to ride a skateboard. Can't emphasize enough just how dangerous this is. Did he say something about IKEA? Join 94.9. What an idiot. Where was he from? Can someone, like, He's from, give him a... From Greece. Sweden. Oh, Sweden. That was from Swedish, Swedish chef, Benny. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I've met some Greek guys that talk like that. <laughs> Dearest Frank and Benny, I love you both. I live in Devon, where they make sausage. No. Do they make... Oh. They make spam. I thought you were serious for a minute. They make something in Devon, don't they? Don't they, they make, make Devon in Devon? <laughs> they could possibly. Like Poloni? <laughs> in like, the UK. Like a small good? I listen to your podcast about five times a week. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. Because I always miss you and... Uh, I always miss you live because of the time difference. I'm quite tempted to move to Melbourne to listen to you. You both make me laugh so much. Um, Move to England, please. You sound like lovely guys. My auntie, Beth, introduced me to your show last year. I have not stopped laughing over over the... over your intellectual show. Oh, I think he's listening to another show. He might be. He's not listening to us. <laughs> anyway, um, he says, I wish I could listen and hear one of your shows live. Anyway, after all that, this email is just to say hello. Keep your uh, keep up with your hilarious shows. Maybe I will get round to hearing one of them uh, or one of the full shows sometime soon. Um, hope you're both well. Lots of loves and hugs and kisses to you both from... Tavis. Oh, isn't that gorgeous? Sorry that this message is long and drawn out. It was 4 a.m. in the morning. Right. There you go. Well, thank you, Tavis. We love you oh, back. Oh, and have we found out what happens in Devon? No, we haven't. Oh, cheese. Oh, it's cheese. Cheese. That's what it is. Devon cheese. Don't they make scones isn't that and jam? Dale. <laughs> Devon Dale. Oh, that's Devon Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Frank can't remember things. What do you mean? You've, you're losing your memory. I think you've been eating. I told you to throw away the aluminium pots. <laughs> Frank's in his. You've been in no, this. No, no, it's been not in a true. daze lately. Have I? Can we need to snack. You need to come to my house. I need to like cleanse your lymphatic system. Why? I need to get all the toxins moved, <laughs> flushed out. Because like your brain's not working quite as. Why? What, what's happened? Because you make plans and then you don't turn up, and all you you think. When did hap- I do that? They think you think they're happening later. You miss conversations. You ask me questions, and then you do the opposite of what I tell you. <laughs> is that really? And happened? I think yes. And I think this is one of those shows where we do what are they called? Where you step in and help someone? An intervention. An intervention. It's a last. Except you're the only one doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like a number of people? Yeah, well, there's producer Paul, there's Jay. He doesn't know that you were going to talk about this. Um, Lady Gra Gra. We're all going to inter- intravenously intervene. <laughs> Got a message from Andrew. He says, long time listener docking in from Collingwood. Collingwood's all good. All the way in Collingwood. Tell me, what is that bucket, please, bucket <laughs> line from? He says, oh my God, every time I hear it, I lose my breakfast. The beige can be so funny, just... Never on purpose. Can we get a bucket, please? Bucket. <laughs> so there you go. Someone in Collingwood is now wetting themselves. That's from um, that's from the Biggest Loser. It's from the Biggest Loser, isn't it? Yes. Um, when they gorged themselves. Did they gorge? And them? they did this. Can we get a bucket, please? Bucket. <laughs> Don't. Andrew's in Collingwood, rolling around his lounge room, holding his bladder. 
<laughs> it is quite funny though. Makes you laugh. Yes, it does. Can Why? we get a bucket, please? We it's, love it's vomit. It's so official. We love a good vomit. We are doing the homo helpline. Well, we're going to try. My fiance gets very paranoid fiance? about fiance. Gets very paranoid about me not loving him. I have no way of showing my love to him in person as he lives 150 miles away. <laughs> 150 miles away. Okay, Winnie. Oh, uh, honey. Devon. Hang on, read it again. Just read it for me again. My fiancé gets very paranoid about me not loving him. Right. I have no way of showing him my love. Um, I, of my love to him in person as he is 100 to 125 miles away from me. Help. <laughs> Tavis, you do need help. <laughs> Honey, has your fiancé actually met you? <laughs> do you know? Does he Tavis, know that you're going out with him? Tavis, listen, listen to Auntie Benny. Because Tavis is um, he's quite a young chap and um, he needs a lot of help here. Tavis... Just consider like Uncle Benny and Auntie Auntie Fran, <laughs> Francesca. Um, to actually have a fiance, one must probably live in the same city, have met once or twice in person, at least. At least, um, I want to know what actually makes him a fiance. Yeah. Did he? Did he ask you for your finger in marriage? <laughs> for your finger. <laughs> Whenever your hand. <laughs> hand, finger, whatever. Whatever Frank. whatever tickles you, I suppose. I wonder what did he get? I wonder if he got a ring on it. Well, because a fiance would have had he might have posted he might have posted it. When I hear fiance, I I, I think I think I'm sensing a couple of Three or four um, years together, four years, possibly five. Well, they probably met in kindergarten. Right. <laughs> They're very young. But um, fiancé, yeah, fiancé, I'm not um, – you might really need to know them before you call them a fiancé. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Are you sensing that they've not been together very I long? I don't think you can be fiancés via eBay. You know what I mean? Like – they might have voted or by Facebook. Fa- yeah, Facebook fiance. Hmm. I know it sounds the same, but it's not quite. It's not quite right, is it? So, what's your advice? Um, Get a divorce. <laughs> no, I don't know. But you don't want to shatter their hopes. They're no, so you don't. young. It's you don't want to shatter their. You don't want to. You're making the assumption that Tavis is young. He, I can tell he's. Can young. you? Yeah, from the photos. <laughs> Look, when you. He's he's full of joy. He's full of he's glowing. That's nice. Um, he might they might have met via the internet, but um, maybe that's just an opening for a friendship. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Friendships are good starting point. But I do think there are a lot of people that do get that kind of message mixed up. You know, they're on they're online. They're talking, you know, like these are the type of people that they might chat to someone on, you know, because now on banking, when you do your banking or, you know, a lot of agencies now. Oh, they do live help. They do live help. They what, do you think he's fallen in love with live help? Well, I'm, I suspect the people now will start to fall in love or have a relationship with someone at the Commonwealth Bank, <laughs> you know, through chat. So when people say, what's your question? You know, I have a problem. I love you. I have a problem with my savings account. And then they're going to say, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> How do I withdraw it? Oh, oh all this 
double entendre. Yes. Via text. Oh, I'd love a big deposit. <laughs> <laughs> Fixed term. <laughs> So have we solved Tavis' no, issue? No, we haven't. <laughs> Tavis cannot be assisted. <laughs> Anyone who thinks they're in a fun, in a fiancé relationship with someone 125 miles away are obviously deluded. And married. <laughs> hey, have you heard about Paris Hilton? I'm just hot. Well, so she says. I love you, bitch. You're talking to the wrong guy here, love. That's hot. Anyway, she's been on television this week talking about her new reality series, but also about that sex tape. Just felt so betrayed. This is not some random guy. I see. Now when people look at me, they think that, oh, she's a slut. And your point is? The two fat lattes, who Paris thinks looks really good when they're clothed. Very sexy. And when they want to make a sex tape. Ew. Joy 94.9. Why would people think she was a slut? Because she made the sex tape. <laughs> That's a hard. Oh, you know, one or two. Now, one you, or two Bratwurst cannot, doesn't make you a slut. You cannot talk, Benny. Because you've been watching that rubbish show on cable TV. I know. And I had to endure it at your house. Look, you make, you know, <laughs> Get yourself the poor out of that girl, she makes like five or six mistakes. I think she makes five or six million. <laughs> no, she makes a couple of mistakes. You know, she puts something She puts something in her mouth she shouldn't have. You know, it's not her, it's not, it's not fair, is it? No, it's not fair. It's not. But I don't need to sit there and watch someone try and be her best she friend. Did, she tried her best Titanic impression. <laughs> You know, good old Paz, good old Paz Hilton. There was actually, I was, um, I was at my workplace. I thought you were going to say Spotlight. No, no, I was at my workplace. Yes, and uh, the students decided to have a themed party. Did they? Yes, and the themed party was a night in Paris. Oh, and someone came as a porno. No. Oh, what did they come as? <laughs> someone it's decided. Did someone come at the party? No, someone, what? Someone decided to change the, the, the placards that were up on the walls mm-hmm. to say something else. Right. Uh, to mean a night in Paris. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> my, point is, my point is... What? What's your point, sweetie? What's your nothing, point? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> You've been listening to another Two Fat Lattes podcast. Proudly brought to you by Big Mouth Media, voiceovers and audio production, and broadcast every Friday night from 7 to 9 on Melbourne's Joy 94.9, Australia's first gay and lesbian radio station. We'll be back again soon. In the meantime, check out the website, www.twofatlattes.com. Producer Paul speaking. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.